All right, welcome to another segment of Competition Countdown. For this episode, we have Larry and TJ from Round Midnight. How are you? Doing great, thank you. Doing well, thanks so much. So we're a few days out. We're all headed to Charlotte soon. If anyone has not heard of Round Midnight yet, um, what should they know about your quartet? Yeah, so we've been around for 18 years, um, and we're going into our 10th international competition. And uh, we're currently the longest tenured quartet in the contest, so we're really psyched about that. Yeah, we're still kicking around. (laughs) (laughs) As you should be. As we should be, yeah. I mean, we're all best friends, so it's just like a hang for us anyway. Mm -hmm. But we love the competition obviously. And you know, the competition loves you, but you guys are based in New York City area, if I'm remembering correctly. Well, we're in different locations. So TJ and Jeff, TJ's the baritone, Jeff is the bass. They're based in Long Island. Uh, I'm now in Philadelphia and Wayne, our lead is in Nashville. There was a time when we were all in the New York City area. Um, But as TJ mentioned, we're the best of friends and that's what makes this quartet. That's what keeps us kicking. So what changes did you all make once you went from being a, you know, neighborhood quartet to a long distance quartet? That's a tough one. (laughs) So, so we do shows and people say, wow, you're in three different cities. When do you find time to practice? And we say, you're looking at it. This is it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So luckily we've still been booked on enough shows that we've been able to practice pretty consistently. Um, The pandemic was really difficult because nobody was able to get together. So we did a lot of these zoom meetings and planning sessions, which we're even doing another one tonight for Charlotte. So, I mean, so shows are usually when you guys get to rehearse. That's that's the deal yeah. now. And then this medium of, of Zoom that I think we all got introduced to in a more consistent basis because the pandemic has now become part of the routine of the quartet. For the past several months, we've been meeting once or twice a week. Sorry, there's a fly in front of me. <laughs> we've been meeting once or twice a week over Zoom. And when we don't sing, but... Uh, we talk about our songs and we find nuance and direction in the music. Uh, we go through it in a real fine tooth with a real fine tooth comb. And, you know, the, the group, as TJ mentioned, has been together for so long. We're, we're really comfortable with how we sing with one another. So while, of course, we can always improve our vocal quality, um, and that's something we can do when we're together as a quartet, there's tremendous value in getting together over Zoom and talking through songs Mm -hmm. at a very micro level. And Zoom has allowed that to really take shape for us, and it's something that I hope we continue after International. So what I'm hearing is Zoom has allowed the barbershop community to get even nerdier, is (laughs) what I just took from that. As if we weren't nerdy enough to begin with, right? (laughs) So what can we expect from you all in Charlotte? Do you guys have any uh, surprises planned for us that you can at least vaguely mention? We do. What I can say is that we don't have any songs that are particularly new to us, but we've never done them in competition. So people who've been following us for a long time will recognize these songs when we perform them. Awesome. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's a perfect (laughs) teaser. So now all of your fans are going, okay, which ones have we not heard on the international contest stage? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So what else have you guys been up to? I mean, besides trying to revive, you know, signs of life after the pandemic. Well, it seems like the the Raman family continues to grow. There's, there's a, there's a lot of children uh, that, (laughs) that, that exist now. I hope I have it all right. Wayne has three kids. Jeff has three. I have two. TJ has one. 
I'm sure there's going to be more on the way for for some of uh, for some of the folks. So you've got at least you know two quartets coming out of this. Right? Yeah, definitely, okay. and potentially even a small chorus. All right, perfect. So will it be the round midnight chorus? Are you guys just going to expand into a full chapter or? Well, that's what I sort of like to think of uh, the, the the Gotham chapter <laughs> in New York <laughs> to a certain extent. It has a lot of um, the same vibe, you know, round midnight as a quartet has really lived into a very unique identity, even though they were no longer in New York altogether. There's kind of this just this this New York vibe to the quartet. The Gotham chapter in New York, which has three choruses, Voices of Gotham, Sirens of Gotham, and the, the mixed Gotham. and the mixed chorus, <laughs> Gotham. You know, all three of those choruses really, even though they have their own unique identities, the the through line among all three of them is this is this unique New York vibe to to their presentation style, to their performance style, to their singing style. And I think when you see all three choruses next week you'll see a lot of that coming through and of course since i'm i'm involved in that chorus very heavily it's sort of hard not to not to link these two <laughs> together because they are very near and dear to my heart well let's think about this last year as you all have been together you know we see quartets come and go especially long distance they'll stick it out for a couple of years they'll do a couple of turns on the contest stage and if things don't go their way they kind of flitter out and join new quartets and just the turnover is pretty quick. I think there are a lot of people out there that would love to say, I've been in this quartet for 10 years. So what's the secret? The number one secret for me is to be friends with the people that you sing with. And that way it doesn't really matter what happens. You're having a good time with your friends. You know, we all get caught up in the competition and why everybody wants to do well and wants to do their best. But so everyone's also going to experience that disappointment. And what you have to fall back on is the friendship. I would say that we were fortunate early in our career to experience a lot of disappointment. It took us <laughs> five years to even get to international. Like we didn't qualify for five full years. So we were like, all right, well, when we get there, we get there. And then we just had this slow climb over the last 10 plus years. And I think you just can't take it too seriously, mm -hmm. the, the competition. I think that's a really important part of what makes this quartet work the uh you know you had mentioned amanda that barbershop couldn't possibly get any, any nerdier and then and then zoom <laughs> came along and I, I i couldn't agree with that anymore you know i couldn't i couldn't agree with that more it's um i often describe barbershop to non-barbershoppers as weird but awesome and it's weird because we're basically just singing six chords over and over and over again in in different in like different permutations but for whatever reason the people who who do it just love singing these same six chords with one another in all these different permutations and it's really hard to explain why other than just the fact that we all kind of like doing it and right. even <laughs> And then even groups like Round Midnight and, you know, groups like Midtown and OC Times and groups that kind of get this moniker of being like the cool types of quartets, like we're total dorks uh, in, in, in real life. It's just relative <laughs> to, to, the, to the barbershop world at large. And we're all putting on a little bit of a facade for sure when we go on stage. I think that's whole, you know, I, 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 I think that's part of the whole persona, but I think it's, it's very hard to sing this music if you're not just a little bit weird. And that's great and that's what I makes think, it so special i think that's perfect i think that's just okay the interview's over there you go folks we have explained <laughs> barbershop to the world perfectly um but i think there's a testament to all what you guys do like you don't have gold medals yet but you're probably one of the most well-known quartets out there. And if that's just a matter of putting yourself in front of people time after time, but I mean, you're known for being very entertaining. So really, I mean, the medals would be cool and all right, but it would be great if we can get there. That would be awesome. And if we don't, 
it's fun too. You know, what we really enjoy is sharing music with people. And we're very fortunate to have Wayne Grimmer as our arranger, who's the lead in the quartet. And he was nominated for Best Barbershop Arranger. And he has all these really creative ideas. And we just really love sharing his vision with the barbershop world. We're also playing the long game. We're actually shooting for gold <laughs> in the seniors contest in, tw- <laughs> in 2054. That you, you guys have determined when you're eligible for the seniors contest? <laughs> I can't say that that would not be amazing and I'm here to see it, but no, I'm looking forward to your set. And then it's going to be like round eight o'clock because that's where we're going to go to bed. (laughs) It's perfect. You've got it all worked out and I will be here through 2054 to see it. So what about to newer barbershoppers? I know like, especially around the Gotham chapter and things like that, they bring in a younger generation. What would you want them to hear about barbershop besides it being super nerdy and awesome? Why should other people that sing acapella or like hear it? And they're like, they think of the, you know, the guys in the straw hats, which, you know, granted we do still see some straw hats on stage sometimes, but usually it's in jest. Why should a younger person give this a try? Yeah. I mean, I think a younger person, especially someone who's, who's sang acapella before, or maybe studied music in college or sang in, in high school, I would tell them that barbershop is extremely high level singing. It's not what it might have, the stereotype might have been, let's say 20, 30 years ago. And I think this is a real testament to Marty Monson's leadership as the CEO of the Barbershop Harmony Society. He's really helped legitimize the art form in a way that, you know, when when I joined 20 years ago or TJ, maybe 25 or 30 years ago, whenever TJ joined the, the, the society. TJ, he's calling you old, by the way. <laughs> I, uh, I did join 29 yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah, TJ's a little older than me. The perception of barbershop outside of the barbershop world was not particularly great. I come from mm-hmm. the classical music world, so does TJ. And, you know, this this type of music, especially among choral singers and among music educators, just was not considered good music or right. or, or good art or... And, or and vocally or damaging as well. Vocally damaging. I, I had exactly. voice teachers that when I, in my young singing career saying, you can't sing barbershop, you're going to ruin your voice by doing that. Yeah. And they but were now, serious. Yeah. yeah. And now, now, it's com- now it's completely different. I mean, yeah. now through partnerships with Chorus America and the, AC, and, and the ACDA and Americans for the Arts and all the music education work that the society has done through Harmony University and all the other programs. The quality of the singing is is so good now. And the quality of the pedagogy at all different courses is just super, super high. You see it reflected in the scores themselves because the the scores are the one sort of apples to apples thing that we have that's constant over time. And just that the increase in in, in the number of A-level quartets and A-level courses is a real testament to how good the quality of the of the music and the pedagogy is now in, in, in barbershop. So if you're coming out of a college program and you sang a cappella or you or you sang in a chamber choir or something like that, this is this is the next best step. And and quite frankly, if you've been singing just college a cappella, hey, great news, you're gonna start singing words now and no more doo-doo-doos. <laughs> so enjoy it. Ooh, points to barbershop over contemporary. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> no, but I think you're so right. And yeah, I mean 
mean, my own husband studied opera, but he also was very involved in contemporary acapella and still is. And his voice teachers were always like, no, you can't do both. You'll destroy yourself. And it's like, mm-hmm. wait, hold on yeah. a second. He's doing just fine. He's in his mid forties now. And I, I think he still sings just fine. People still pay him to do it. So <laughs> I think he managed to break through that. Yeah. I, and I, I couldn't agree with you more, Larry. I think barbershop is definitely like the level of skill and commitment and just talent that goes into everything that we're seeing now is, is pretty incredible. And there's so many different styles. Like the style around midnight is very different from St. Croix Crossing is very different from the newfangled four is very, I mean, but there's something to all of them. So I'm excited to see all of that. I think we're going to have quite a quartet contest this year because I think everything yeah. is a wild card this year. There's going to be dark uh-huh. horses and it's like, are the three medalists that are returning, are they going to sneak in there and, and move themselves up or are, you know, is it going to be a whole new ball game for the finals this year? So. Or, or is one of the female quartets going to come out and just surprise everybody, which I'm expecting to happen. <laughs> I honestly, I, and you know, I've sent this in a couple of the interviews. I can't wait to see what the ladies and half and half and GQ and I'm sorry mm-hmm. if I'm missing others, but like those three, I followed them for a long time and it'll be very interesting to see how they place amongst the traditional BHS quartets. And plus you throw in a pandemic, two years of how was everybody rehearsing? Were people getting together? Did their voices, you know, lose their luster, but because they weren't using them and things like that. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, variables going into this contest and it's going to make it really interesting that and everyone's super excited to see each yeah. other again. There's going to be a hunger at this <laughs> at this uh, competition that I think everyone's just going to bring it a little bit differently than they would have normally done if they had been going every year. There's, there's, there's real excitement because yeah. I, I don't think any barber shopper who competes is ever going to take this for granted ever again. Oh no, definitely not. And you know what? It's funny because beforehand you'd never thought that they did anyway, but now it's a whole new... We're looking at it with a whole new perspective. So, well, I am super excited to see you all sing. I'm just super excited to see you guys on. I don't remember the last time I saw you on stage. Uh, It must have, you guys were in Salt Lake. Yeah, that must have been the last time I saw you on stage. So, here's to three years. Uh, You better be better. That's all I have to say. Um, I will be judging with my non official judging sheets in the back. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) But I do look for which session are you guys in for the quarters? The first one. We sing number four in the morning. Oh, my goodness. So I will be watching you from the airport on my way to the convention, (laughs) but I will have I will have my streaming going. So if you're not going to be there, make sure you guys are watching it on stream. That first session is packed. It is a lot of it's a great great first session. Yeah. And of course, my flight is late. But we're, we're yeah, well, we just hope our flight doesn't get canceled. Yeah. At this point, yeah, I'm like making backup plans to drive to Charlotte, which luckily is an option for me. But yeah, the news was reporting, hey, if you're flying uh, American Airlines and or in and out of Charlotte, you might want to have a backup plan. So yeah. that is me and aye, me. Aye, aye. <laughs> But anyway, we are super excited to see Round Midnight and I will be chasing you down while you're there. We'll probably do another interview or two. Excellent. And good luck. Good. Thank, Thank you. you.